0: Go to www.worldofinknetwork.com or visit us on our Facebook and Twitter pages. Thank you for your support and enjoy the show.
1: Hi, everybody. It's Marcia Cook. Good story is a good story on World of Ink, Michigan Avenue Media. Well, here we are. It's 1 o'clock uh, Central Time, and uh, I was thinking today I really probably should choose a time that might be the same time every week, but I think I've been changing my time. So, but in case you miss me and the shows, you can go on my website www.MarshaCasperCook.com, and there's a radio player there where all the shows are on there and you can listen to it any time because people are working, they're busy, they have a lot of TV shows to watch. <laughs> but uh, you know, as far as I know, that I'm trying, I, I'm going to think about maybe going back to, at night. I do some shows at night, but I try to, you know, fit people in when they can in their schedule because um, I'm up a lot of hours, so I can. Do a show at any time Anyway So we have Jo Michaels here And uh, she's going to Come on and talk But uh, I will just Repeat this once You know again Because in case You don't know Virginia Grenier Is not going to do Shows for a while Maybe another year But I'm trying to She didn't do any Last year But she's been Really busy Doing a lot of Different things But I'm trying to Maybe she will come back, I don't know. But um, I'll be having some co-hosts again that, you know, were hosts and they, you know, aren't doing shows, but I'm here and... um I love doing shows, which we've on eight years already, So, and if you have a topic or you want to be on the show, just give me a call or uh, email me, and I'd love to have you because, uh, you know, I can always add shows, all right? And so I think I probably should say, I promise myself today I'm going to say this. Okay, I am an author, a screenwriter, and I have a lot of books out, and I, I, I don't always say what I do, but I've been a screenwriter for years, and that's why we're going to have more screenwriting shows on, and um i love screenwriting some of my stories which my new one it's never too late for love was based on a, a script it's kind of an outline that turns into a book then and actually i get i get that when people say the book is better because sometimes the book is better because you get to develop your character more and so now that i've developed my characters more with grand central station i want probably want to do the scripts again so that's the problem for me, because I'm always doing over and over, as we know, changing covers, doing other things. That's what I'm going to ask Joe today, because she's a graphic artist, an author, she's a blogger, and uh, she hasn't been on the show for a while, so I emailed her and said, how about it? It's been a while. Joe. how are you? I am great. How are you? I'm good. You are a busy person, because I see everything that you have done, and your covers are beautiful. Why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself, and then we'll talk about whatever... You want to.
2: Um, thank you for the compliment. Let me start off by saying You're that. Uh,
1: those You're covers
2: welcome. were, <laughs> I have a, several covers that were the culmination of seven or eight months of work. It was crazy. <laughs> While we were writing the book, we were also doing really? the okay, covers. And yeah. It was, yes, it was fun, but it was exhausting. Um, okay, a little bit about me. I'm an author and a writer. And a formatter, a book formatter, um, and an editor. <laughs> I am a, an editor in chief at Indie Books Gone Wild, along with my business partner, T.S. Silverthornbach. Um, we've been in business since 2012, and our motto is that we make indie authors better. <laughs> we, <as> we
1: <laughs> well, do. so we I. I as we uh, end. Yeah, you just so. want to talk a little bit about that for one second before you go on, so people, so we don't get, I, you know, I can get sidetracked, as we all know. So just talk about that a okay. little. What, do, what does that do for the author so they know? Um, we
2: educate you. We point out the things that you do frequently that are incorrect, and we educate you as we go in the comments. Um, it's never just a red pin slash, slash, slash. We're telling you why it is a mistake, and if it's repeated, we mark it and say, you know, watch out for this in the future. We, we literally make authors better, more cognizant writers.
1: Okay. and Is that is a separate website then?
2: It is. It's um ibgw. dot net.
1: I b d w. net. ibgw. um Indy books Gone ibgw. dot net. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So then people can reach you there for advice, and because everybody needs it, oh, no absolutely. matter what we what we all say, we need. You know, I mean, I always say that because, you know, it's true. People need that. You don't think – some people don't think they do, but you can always learn because none of us are perfect. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Even though some people think we
1: are, but we're not. You're not. You know, people aren't.
2: Right, right. We're we're not inexpensive, but it includes a two-round line edit and your proofread by a separate editor. So there's two sets of editing eyes on your book
1: before it goes to print. Oh, that's okay. important, I think. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you said you're not, you're not, not expensive. Is that is that what you just said? I said we're not inexpensive. Right, because nothing is for free anymore. Okay, and that's one of right, the things. But, okay, as long as you said that. Years ago, everybody would say, "Oh, you shouldn't pay for this. You have to watch what you spend on this." But really, in order to make it in writing and stay in it, you have to pay. I mean, that's yeah. just the way it goes. You know, everybody's so, waiting for the, the publisher to do everything, but they don't do it now. Even the, the smaller publishers do it, they can, but they're not going to do everything.
2: That's right. But what the, our pricing model is different than other people's also. We go by your sample edit, which is usually your first chapter, and we rate it on a scale from one to five. And the higher the rating, the lower the cost. So if you okay, work yeah, harder right, Because to then they don't need as much. Right. That's a great idea. Right. Really exactly. good idea. Yeah.
1: So... If it saves both time, it saves you money. <laughs> no, yeah, because no, honestly, because some people need more than others, yeah, you know some people are you know they they can do good grammar, but they might not do content, they can do content, but they don't do grammar, you know, and I think that that's a good way to that's an interesting way to do it. I've never heard it like that, but that's a good way to do that,
2: right, and then that's where my graphic design comes in because I do
1: formatting too, so people send me their books, and I make them beautiful. Yes, see that's a good thing. See that's you know that's important. All right. So then, all right. You, I I interrupted you. I'm sorry. So after that, you were saying something no, else, fine. but I just wanted to I you know because sometimes we get you know on tangents here, and I didn't want to forget that because that's important. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course you do. <laughs> it is important. All right, go ahead. Say what else you do.
0: Um,
2: we. Well, um, we we format for digital and print. So, you know, they match and they're pretty. And um, we do things other people just, they just don't do. Um, It's that extra little je ne sais quoi that you add to the book so you get in the reader's which hands does, like, matter. Wow, this is does matter really it does matter it does
1: matter yeah no it does it matter really because you know people out there now unfortunately and fortunately both ways some everybody is looking at every last word and if someone has a comma they're like they're crazy you know off you know but you know nobody's <laughs> perfect but i think they do it's very no. different and that's one of the reasons audiobooks i love because audiobooks people just you listen and you hear every word. Yeah. You don't have to worry about the commas. You know, I'm not looking for that. Even when I was doing, being an agent, I just wanted a good story. That's actually why the name of my show's A Good Story, because that matters first. got to have a good story, you know, but, yeah. you know, there's more to it than that. Yeah, but, you know,
2: when those reviewers crucify you for using a comma or the wrong word, it it, it burns. It does.
1: Yep, yeah, they do. And they're looking. Yeah. They are looking. at yeah. It gives, it, it gives them pleasure. It gives them pleasure. It gives them pleasure. Yeah,
2: I think it does. I think it does. <laughs> um we actually have two audio books. Emancipation was picked up by Cherry Hill Publishing for audio. Okay, and then um Seven, the Seven Deadly Sins, the one that I write with the other ladies of the Ferocious Five, that one was picked up for audio as well. So it's been an interesting two years.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, even, right, because honestly, audio wasn't, you know, it's getting bigger. You know, uh, my books are on audibles. And um, there's a problem, though, because, you know, audibles is expensive, too, though, you know, and that's why people aren't, you know. Even if you give people free samples, they don't—they still don't really know what to do with it. Amazon changed a few things, and Amazon is Audible, but I think it's yeah. really a great way to hear a book. Uh, I mean, I think it's really good. I enjoy it a lot because this way you get every word, and you really hear it. You know, sometimes you skip over things when you're reading, but not when you're listening. I love the audiobooks. I think they're really good.
2: Right. Well, they sent all of us a copy of Seven, you know, on CD whenever they did they did the book. And um, uh-huh. I listened to it on my drive to Roanoke Author Invasion this last year. And it was like reading the book again with a blank slate. Like, I knew what was coming, but she read it in such a way that it was
1: just beautiful. You know, I was I was Isn't it away. weird, though? Isn't said, it weird, I though? I know. The more. first time I heard it. <laughs> I remember Virginia called Virginia Greener. She called me up. She goes, "You know what?" She goes, "Oh my God!" She goes, "Your book sounds so different when you're, you know," and it really does sound different. And it's like you're it almost does. going like, "Did I write that?" You know what I mean? Because sometimes we read over our own work, but you don't. When you're hearing it, it's going like, "Really?" You know? Because they they can do a really good job. It's important. The voice yeah. is important. It really does. There's a lot of things that are important. You know, you, you, you yeah. know, I tried to do. It's very hard. Even though I'm on the air, the breath, the breath. You got to take certain yeah. breaths at a certain time. It's it's it is difficult. It's not easy yeah. to do, and time consuming for for people that are the voices. It it, it doesn't. It's not a short process, right? <laughs> it isn't, and no, you. Know, it, it's like but it's a, yeah. it's a good process. It's a good process, but the problem. Like I know with Audible, the problem. Like I have a membership, but if you don't have a membership. Then you have to, you can't really, you know, you can get a free one, but then you have to pay each time, you know, and it's less money. But I do think they're probably going to come up with something maybe better soon that could make it a little less expensive. It's just, I think that's one of the problems.
2: Well, hopefully. What I think is, I think they need a competitor because competition breeds innovation.
1: Yeah, so I think yeah. there
2: there needs to be a competitor in that area.
1: Or really well, do. I think like Draft Two Digital, you know that site Draft Two. Yes. Have you been on that site? I have. I. I so I I, I can actually often. get. Yeah. I mean, I like it. They. I get. You get money. I mean, they actually just every month they just send you the check, and that's a good thing, you know. And yeah. uh, but they are. I think they have. They're starting audio, so maybe you're right. You know, about that, because when well, there's more competition, yeah. things, you know, turn around and they change. They do. They do. They change and they get better and they get more accessible to people. Except for the fact of all the free books. And somebody was on Facebook today that I saw, and they're saying, you know, the returns, this is just, you know, as long as we're just chit-chatting what isn't this insane where people can return a book? And somebody told me they returned an e- uh, uh, audiobook. How do you, after you listen to it, how do you do that? I mean, you know, they need to have some rules about that. That can't, that's not right. I agree. I, mean, I agree. What I think it?
2: that there needs to be an
1: well, aggregate or
2: something that, that says, okay, you've paged through at least a quarter of this book, there's no returning yes. it now. Yeah. That's I mean, bookstores I mean, don't take them back.
1: No. <laughs> no, and, and oh, look, if some of the books are ninety nine cents and two ninety nine. I mean, that. I mean, how much does the author really make? I know people think that authors, you know, are making millions of dollars, but which is not the case. <laughs> it is not the case because if you have a ninety nine cent book, there's a lot of that you don't get. You know, you might get twenty three cents, thirty five cents. How much with Amazon you get
2: 30, 35 cents? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And so I think people don't understand that and. I've had people on my show and I, you know, sometimes when people say things I just kind of get it in my head and I repeat it because it makes sense. People say that people go and get coffee for like four ninety nine and then they don't want to pay ninety nine for a book. So I yeah. think that well, is a problem and for often if you
2: if you put that in perspective of time, you go and you pay $5 for a cup of coffee that takes you half an hour to drink, but you pay 99 cents for a book that takes you three days to read. It's, it's right. a, you know, quantifiable amount. And you have you the book, but you have the, the book if
1: you want to yeah. go back to it. Right. You have the book if you want to go yeah, back. and you
2: can't return the coffee. <laughs> I know.
1: <laughs> That's right. Even if you spill it outside, then you have to come in and say, you know, I spilled it or otherwise you just are out the money. <laughs> that's what happens you know exactly but I mean I you know, know these yeah. are the things that authors you know as authors I we don't have much, that much to say about that because we it is what it is you know and um, you know nobody ever knows when the next phenomenon is going to come of which book is going to make it so that's why I'm, I'm always just keep writing and, and doing these things because you know nobody knows if their book could be really successful. I mean, you don't know. So, I mean, if you're doing it just for money, you need to find another profession. Cause this is, is yeah. going to be starving. You're going to be starving. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Absolutely. you mentioned something I asked you before. What's your favorite part? So maybe we should talk about that because I think that is my favorite part, too. So what's your favorite part? Of uh,
2: being and an author, seller. my favorite part. Yeah is that moment when the reader gets it, like they understand the words that I put on the page and that they message me or they leave a review and it says, this was, I liked this because it entertained me and it was so worth the money I paid. And I had a good time while I was in the pages. You
1: know what I mean? Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I think this is, you know, like last night I was reading, you know, I was just about to go to bed, then I looked on Amazon, I don't know what, I was clicking on something to send a gift to somebody, or so. and then I got some new reviews, and they were five star, and I was so happy, it's like I, oh, then I turned my computer on, because I was on the phone, I, I turned my computer on, and then I was looking, because it, it does make you happy. You know, I mean, naturally we all get bad reviews every now and then, but, you know, when you have a review and somebody says, you know, they, they like your character, they, they had fun, because these are comedies that I've been writing, and romantic ones, and it's like that. really you feel so good. You go, like, great. You know, yeah. I have a dog in it, Gracie, and she talks. And so I know people say, that, oh, are you going to have a dog that talks? I go, yes, I am, because I've had him in a lot of my books, children's books and my other Grand Central And so when somebody Mm -hmm. said that they really thought she was like a star, Gracie, I went like, oh, my God, so happy that they like her, you know, because I feel like she's like my dog already. I don't have a dog, but I really do have a dog now because I'm going to write others. But, you know, you really feel. I I like my, you know, when you have characters you like or you don't like, they're part of what comes from us, and it is exciting when someone starts talking and mentioning them by the name. Yes.
2: Yes, and, like or it's when real. they say yeah, this book changed the way I think. That's a, oh, big that's one a good one, Oh, like, people, you
1: get that's a really because, good. Uh, that's good. Yeah.
2: That's my. That was my definition of success when I started writing, and I got messages that said this book made me stop and think about the way I interacted with other people, and think wow. about what I would do in that situation. And that that's it. I was like, I'm successful now. I'm just
1: going to write for the hell of it. <laughs> yeah. No. That's a, no. Actually, that is a great. That's a really good thing to say, because. You know, it's not easy to change. And when someone says, "Oh, you change," you know, they changed from what you wrote. It means the message that you were thinking got to someone else. is so exciting.
2: Yeah, and all of my books have that underlying thread, that thing that I want you to stop and think about. It's not just drivel. It's words on a page that are meant to make you stop and go, "Hmm,
1: I wonder." You know what I
2: mean? It, yeah, yeah, I think it's a really good thing.
1: I think it's very good because you know, I mean, as you know, especially when you, you know, like when we're talking on shows and people are talking, you know, you learn so much from what other people think, you know, and what their feelings are, and you know, we're all in different cities and even in countries. So certainly, like for blog talk, I've met people all over the place, and so have you, and it's so interesting to meet people and to have them understand you in a different way or or like the things you do, and they're from other countries. It's very exciting. I mean, I don't think people realize, you know, what all this does for the author. It keeps us going when we know people are liking it, you know, and you don't have to get a million reviews to get that feeling. That's true. I was, at, um,
2: <clears throat> I was at Great Lakes Book Bash in October of last year, and I was sitting talking with one of my, my um, the other, another author, and she said, I like to understand what makes people tick. Yeah. And I was like, that's just, exactly what you get by reading their book, because right. I was reading a book by a person that I know on the uh, West Coast, and I gleaned things from the book that were personal for her that she had never said, that I had never read anywhere, that she had never told me, but they were in the book. So you you get to dive in a little bit into the authors, what they like and what they don't
1: like. I mean, they put it on the page. It's right there for you to see. Right, right. Well, sometimes sometimes not. You know, sometimes you write the complete reverse of what you're like. But some of the things that we yeah. do, right, because somebody was reading once uh, 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 they had told me, they go, oh, I knew I could see you in this book because I don't like flying and it as the character, you know. I think she threw up or yeah, right. something, and she was not. And I said, "Well, yeah, you know, because you know, I do happen to, you know, sometimes you, you know." And then I, people would say, like, "Oh, you, you write like all my screenplays. Most of them, the, the characters were ended up in the hospital." But I was a lab technician. I worked in hospitals for years, and I guess I didn't even realize that I was doing that. But somebody had right. pointed that out. You know, you're there a lot in the hospital, and going like, "Oh yeah, I do feel comfortable in that setting." You know, and I didn't realize right. it till I, they said. Exactly.
2: I give my characters quirks, like in Emancipation. It's a serial killer, but I gave him one of my greatest fears, which is needles. I'm terrified yeah. of needles. Uh, uh, you wouldn't like me because so, so I, to, I used to take <laughs>
1: blood from people. Is that a fear you have? Well, yeah, I, you have a fear?
2: Yes, I yeah. have a deep fear of needles. But, um, it, you know, it was like he needed something to make him a little more real. And I was like, he can be afraid of needles. That's a good thing. I'm terrified of needles. It's not something that's out in
1: the, the, you know, out of, out of, Context or no, there are there are people, people that really are afraid. Real, so. Yeah, you know, a yeah. lot of men are afraid of like getting their blood drawn or things like that. And so, even when I was used to draw blood, I always make sure they're laying down because this way they won't pass out. Because when a man passes out, yeah. you can't lift them sometimes; it's dead weight. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it does happen. It does happen when they fall over because you know. And women too do not like. You know, there are people that don't like. It's interesting that you gave that character that but i mean it comes from something in our head you know you know right a lot of things just you don't know how they appear but they just come in for your characters and you're right not everything mm-hmm. but there are a lot of things that do resemble some of the things that we think even if we don't yeah. want to even say that we think this but you know that's what makes yeah. writing so I mean, exciting so that, i mean you like exactly. it you're so you're very excited about what you do still and that's important I could never Indeed. walk away from
2: it. It is my outlet. It's my creativity. Yeah. It calms me. It lets me kill people on the page, so I don't do it in real life.
1: That's <laughs> <I> what <know. laughs> my editor we used to talk about. It. He's go like, "Okay, you could just what What is your favorite saying? I go, "Well, if I don't like him, I just kill him. <laughs> so goodbye." <laughs> yes,
2: and it, it, lets it, you, it lets you deal with like moral questions that you may have. Like, yeah, it, so, for example, um, in M, I, I go over some of the things about um, messing with mother nature in a way, like with a drug or something like that. Yeah. That's one of my moral strong points. Like, you know, <laughs> I'm. Yeah. Well,
1: no, it. yeah, we all Narcotic. have it.
2: And then yeah. in emancipation, like I, how far would you go for revenge? That's my moral question, you know, and yeah, is it yeah. okay? I don't know. I was left with a question mark over my head when I finished Utterances yeah. is about, you know, would you sacrifice your life to save someone else's? And how far would you go with that? Would you give it yeah. all to save a bunch of people, or, you know, would you
1: quit after one? Would you be able to? Well, that is, is a question sure that you, nobody, you know, hopefully people don't have to, you know, ever think of it, but that is a question that could come up in life is what would you exactly. do? You know, and you sometimes do? you really so, don't know until the I time. Like the
2: frame. Yeah, right. Yep. So,
1: I enjoy that too. <laughs> no, right. You know, and that's the thing about a, a writing, you know, and one of the things, you know, like I, and I'm trying to get more back to where I need to be because, you know, I do market a lot because of the shows and that I like to do. But the marketing, you know, and I, we talk about it a lot almost every show because most authors really don't like it and we have to do it. So, um, what do you think is your most effective marketing that? Might not take forever and a day to just keep doing it. Is there – so I don't know if – my answer is I'm not sure yet. No matter how many shows, nobody seems to know what really works. What do you think?
2: The biggest piece of advice I can give any author who's going to market any book is understand your audience for the book and find them. They're not yeah. all going to be in the same place. They're not going to hang out with, like, your sci-fi readers are not going to hang out with your erotica readers. Your erotica yeah. readers are not going to hang out with your, your psychological thriller readers. They're all in different places, and they do collect together and have discussions and love books and share books. You just have to find where they are.
1: See, that's really, that is really difficult, though, because if you are it a is. writer that does multi-type of, you know, I mean, I write Children's, I've written Erotica, I write. I've written a memoir for somebody. I have, you know, done comedies. I mean, I this for me is very difficult. This question, I can't answer it. I can't even answer it myself mm-hmm. because then I go, okay, fine. I will have this website. I'll do that, and then I decided, well, I'll just put the titles on my website and divide them, you know, because they are on. Amazon different, and I'm thinking, I really hate this, you know, because maybe more or less, because maybe because I'm on a show and I'm talking about all of it. So even if I change my name, it still doesn't matter. I'm talking as me, okay, (laughs) and I can't hide that, you know. Yes. Uh, But it is difficult.
2: It's impossible. It's impossible. If you're going to write in multi-genres, it's almost impossible for you to keep up with all of the fans that you're going to have in all those different genres. That, That is the one thing I struggle with. If I only wrote psychological thrillers, I know where those fans are. I know where to go to find them.
0: Yeah. Emancipation
2: was my most successful launch to date because I found my readers. If that was all I wrote, hey, I have a shoe in, but I don't. So if you yeah. have someone who writes romance, for example, they're going to go to the romance readers and keep them because they're going to keep writing romance. They're not going to throw out a science, science fiction novel. Right. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? So if if you have that microcaceted output of novels and all these different genres you're going to have to be able to accept that you're
1: going to struggle the whole time yeah i think that 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 probably is the answer because there is no answer because the thing is it is a struggle because you know you go on one group and you don't and then you know um even even when movie stars i was listening to you know they were talking about it on a Show not the uh, studio, but it was a, a different kind of show where people are talking, you know, to, uh, to uh, actors, and it is hard for them also because they may be write, doing comedy, but they really want to do a drama, and people are so used to seeing them, they only get scripts that are like for a drama rather than a comedy or whatever, you know, and it, it's very mm-hmm. difficult for the author and an actor or, or producers even directors to move out of the genre only because of this of how hard it is you can't find an audience sometimes Mm -hmm. because they're not used to seeing you (laughs) in that or you know in that way so on your site you have everything together so do you suggest that i mean i i'm back at that and i i don't know you know and you use your name all the time right you don't go to another you don't have a pen name yeah because
2: um managing more than one is a waste of my time. I feel like um, I readers. Read, I'm very yes. forward. Like this is paranormal. This is a thriller. This is adult. I, I put know, it on yeah. on the blurb of the book, so you know what you're reading. You know, you know what yeah. you're coming after. This one is science fiction. Like it's very plain in the
1: description. It's sci-fi. Right. Like, right I what do what the same in. thing. Right. Right. Right.
0: And I've yeah, noticed so, you've written so
1: many books over the last few years, even. And so that you know, I, you know, I, the, I don't even know how I'm going to tell the. You know, I, I publish with Fidelity. I've changed over and over my name, my covers, but I think I'm going to go back to just using the one name because I'm going. I was on Facebook the other day, and I'm trying to get rid of some of our face. Like, well, World of Ink, we have Facebook pages, and how many pages do you have on Facebook? One. Well, two.
2: I have one for my author, and then one for my editing
1: business. Yeah.
2: See.
1: Yeah. This could drive. You know. And then, I the have about pay- ten.
2: but our editing page is managed by like 10 different editors. Like everybody who's part of Indie Books on Wild, you know, manages that page. So it's not like I have to be on there
1: all the time. I just manage my page and I'm, I'm good with that. (laughs) Yeah. See, that's See, that's the thing. That's why I am. I actually, I'm doing that now, Uh, you know, um, uh, because Virginia and I have World of Ink, then we have, you know, Family Matters, then, you know, And then I have my others, I have A Good Story is a Good Story, then I have uh, L.J. Sinclair, which is my other name, then I have Marsha Casper Cook, then I have um, Chicago, My Kind of Town. I mean, I have all of these, and I'm thinking, I can't do this anymore. It's insane, you know, because sometimes I think I'm posting it in one place, and I'm saying, maybe I'm not, because then I have to go back and look at everything because I have too many. So you have that's like probably normal. I, I know I have to really get into the normal world because I think it's too much. You know, it's it's think, so kind of. I think a lot consuming. of people
2: do that, though. I think a lot of people do that. They have several pages, and if they can keep up with that, kudos to
1: them. There is just not enough hours in the day for me. I don't want, yeah, I, I just, because I think, you know, I've tried, you know, when I came out with a, a Raddock, then I, I tried to keep things separately, but. You know, I'm doing a show, so if I have erotic authors, I'm still talking about that. So it's like, okay, already, who cares? You know, and and I'm right. doing one of them over again. So and I'm probably going to do them under all my name again. You know, I just, you know, because I think it, I really do think it is hard. But I do have authors on here that some people have four and five names, and it is hard. I think. Yeah, of course you it's know. hard. It's like but, two and, of my yeah, you know <laughs> that that's still the question for me every day when I wake up. Is what's happening? Who am I? But you know, it, it is hard. These are a lot of things that I think after this many years of face. You know, before Facebook, it was much different. You know, um, people are so afraid that nobody's going to know who they are. But and I'm not sure who knows who anybody is. But I like when you go. I like <laughs> you and you go blah blah blah. I love that part where it's like, okay, who am I, you know? And Mm -hmm. that's why I even forget sometimes to tell people that I actually am an author, you know, because they might not know, but I am doing a show talking about it, so now I'm trying to do that to say that, yes, I've done this for 20-some years, you know, so I I might know something (laughs) or other, you know, because sometimes they don't know because a lot of people have radio shows and they're not authors, You know, and there is a difference when you're an author because you actually understand what people are going through a lot. I mean, uh, (laughs) we, right, that's why when you're editing, you're not just an editor. You know how hard it is even to write a bad story. You know what I mean? You know, so you have to, you know, that's why the one to five is a good, really good thing to do. Because sometimes, thank you. I I really do. That's I've never heard anybody say that, and that's a really great idea, because oh, some you. people really <laughs> need it. Yeah, I mean, I admit it. I am a bad. I I'm not, you know, good with grammar and content. I can write a, I can write a good story, but I have issues, you know. Uh, So I definitely, you know, even when I'm writing a paragraph, I'm worried if I change tenses in the paragraph. So, you know, but we all have, you know, and that's also because I did screenplays because that's in the present. And I did a lot Mm -hmm. of screenplays. So um, that was easier for me because there you are. You're right there. You're not in the past. Mm -hmm. But when you're writing a book, it's completely different. you know. Right, I always write
2: third-person past tense always um, I don't know. that's just what yeah. I'm
1: comfortable with <laughs> yeah well right right and sometimes you know I've added lately in some of my books some of the thoughts that people have because I you know for me I like that you know and but when I do write screenplays for me it's much easier because there I am I'm writing it but when I'm writing a book so I try not to you know because sometimes that can inhibit you uh we can inhibit ourselves from getting the story out by worrying about editing Yes. And, and, you know, I and to, I think I writers do. Have you ever, they do.
2: I've, I've once read a book in second person. Have you ever read a book in second person?
1: No, I, I don't know if I did it. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't, I don't even know how you do that it, kind of. It's,
2: it's, it's kind it's of difficult. Instead of me or I, yes. It, I can't even imagine what kind of creativity it took him to write that book, but it yeah. was amazing. It was unlike yeah. anything I'd ever read because I was
1: in the action. It was like I was the one doing all these things, you know? Yeah, right. So that's tiring, actually. <laughs> yeah. That's t- so. And what was the subject matter? What genre? It was, was a it?
2: gangster. It was a wow. gangster story. Um, it was wow. action, like a thriller, you know, um, crime. Uh, it yep. was called Bigger Than Jesus. And it was by Robert Chaschute, and it was really amazing. I read it like three, four years ago.
1: But so you're, the, so it, you were like the criminal in it. Me. You're, you're like the one that yes. did it.
2: <laughs> yes, you're the one that's standing on the ledge outside the window. You know, when someone wow. bursts in trying to kill you, like you're, you're going out the window. So it was, it was, it was different. I just found that yeah. very, very interesting.
1: Well, because, well, that happens sometimes, you know, even when we write. I mean, not we don't write that way, but sometimes a lot of what our characters do, you know, changes us.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, it, Lots, when we write. I think that's it, just
2: part of being a reader. You take a little bit of everything you read onto yourself. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, nowadays, any, everything you read isn't exactly the best way to go, because if you're on Facebook <laughs> or Twitter, you don't always have to uh, comment on everything. <laughs> that's the thing you know Mm -hmm. and i think you know the freeness of it all now is probably you know free speech is great but there's a limit to what people should be hurtful you know and and on facebook as you know this happens a lot and i see this people are like mad at each other they don't even know each other and they're you know and they're taking you know and i i just sometimes i'll I have done this in the past, you know, do a private message. Are you okay? Because, you know, sometimes I look at them, I'm going, reading them, and I'm going like, oh, boy. You know, because honestly, mm-hmm. to me it's better just to not, if you're not happy about something, everybody doesn't have to know that I'm not happy. I'll just, like, move on to something else, you know. And I think when people do that, it, you know, I can't see that they're going to want to read their books, you know, <laughs> like, you know. And they wonder why they're not successful in people liking their books, but if they're saying certain things, it changes what – you want your reader to like your books, not everything that you think. Yes, but it's
2: also that you are a part of your books, like we were saying earlier. You are a part of your books. So if people see you on social media and you're acting like a jerk,
1: um,
2: they're going to, you know, assume that you're in your books because – it is a little right. bit of you. So, you know, your, yeah, your that's views right. are going to be in there. I
1: mean. Right. And it is, right, it is hard. Right, right. Those type of things, those type of stories. Right. You know, for me, it took me forever. And when I started writing years ago, that everything that the character said wasn't me. Okay, because that, that that happens, you know. And I remember then it was like I didn't know if I should swear, if I should do this or that, and you know. And <laughs> now it comes pretty easy, but it didn't then. <laughs> but it's very easy now. And so when I was doing scripts, I I used the name Max Irving because I thought a man I could do this better as a man. You know, these are all the things that go on in Hollywood that didn't just happen. You know, mm-hmm. only because I knew it was harder as a woman to be accepted as a screenwriter then 20 years ago and so i used max irving because i thought like you know that would be for me better you know then yeah. then I could swear, and then I could do this or whatever I wanted. You know, I could be a cop and shoot a gun, and now I can do it just fine because I do swear, and it just comes a lot too very naturally now, but it didn't and you know and so I think that all those are things that do change with time, you know, but you know it' it's not it's not always so easy, even when people are writing you know sexier books, it doesn't always come that easy to them you know, and either you can do it or you can't, you know, and a lot of things like sci-fi or fantasy, you know, that's why Uh just because you think it's a hot thing to sell, it doesn't mean you could write it. Right. Exactly. I did a survey.
2: And this is sexist, I know, but I did a survey a couple of years ago and asked a majority of the people who answered, are you male or female? Does your spouse read? Do they read books by men or women? And it, me to discover that most people, most men, will not read a book written by a woman. Bill.
1: Well, you know what? Years ago, I was at a book signing at Walden Books. And I remember, I'll never forget this, because my book was called Love Changes. And it's still called Love Changes, but I had changed it over the years, but I went back to where it was. But a man walked up to me and goes, I can't read that book. I go, what do you mean you can't read He goes, it's a love book. It's about love. And I'm going like, what? You know, and that, that is kind of something that men just feel if they're, you know, if it's too, like, sweet or something, they're not going to want to read it. But that's not really true, though. Not everything, just because it says love doesn't mean it's a, it's going to be something that a man wouldn't enjoy.
2: That's very true. I, I I could not wrap my head around it. I did have a couple of guys that responded that I read anything I can get my hands on, but they were. I mean, two out of you know fifty
1: responses were male.
2: <laughs> and of the yeah, 50 responses, but I think right. I've noticed married, so on some of the shows, sometimes they women. show
1: the ratio of what you know the men or or even on the Facebook ads that I do, more men look at it than women. I thought that was strange. Isn't it crazy? You know, I, I, yeah, I I thought it was kind of, but of course they're very sexy pictures, so maybe that could be why, you know, you know, you know, I, not that sexy, but they're sexy. Do you know what I mean? They're, you know, they're not, you know, just boots or something, you know, like that or whatever, but I know, because they give you now with Facebook, they tell you who your audience is, and, um. That's what's kind of strange when you see that. But, you know, but I, I would tend mm-hmm. to think, because of, that happened to me, but I have had people read my romantic comedies because they are male character, you know, protagonists. A lot of them are you know, uh, male. So And I call them leading. For me, they're just, I just look at it as leading because leading men and women kind of look at it like in scripts because when you were doing scripts years ago, the leading men and leading women, you have to have equal time. Because otherwise somebody wouldn't take a role because if they're not going to be in it as much as, let's say, the female or the male, neither of them want that. That's why you don't see. As, I think that's why romantic comedies, you don't see as many of them because it, it matters in a romantic comedy, you know. Um, yeah. But it, it, that's an interesting thing about men. You know, I haven't talked about that for a long time, but it it is interesting. What Do you do any other, what kind of surveys, what else have you surveyed? It's it's interesting when you see it in numbers.
2: It is. It, it really was. It really did blow me away. And I was like, wow, here we are in 2017, and men yeah. still
1: refuse to pick up books by women. <laughs> yeah. and I mean, maybe they, but maybe they listen novel, to them, though. I, on. Maybe the audio book. Marked, read it. Maybe the audio. They would do it. They I just refuse
2: anything, anything by women. Um, and I don't know if it's because men wow. tend to write more historical fiction and things that men like to read. But there are women that write some pretty badass historical fiction. You know what I mean? Yes, they do. I have had them on my show.
1: Yes, I have. You know, and then you know that's why I went to using Max Irving. You know, and then um, a few days ago I happened to be talking about it. I go, you know what? Well, I just should have used that name. You know, Max Irving just for everything, but I didn't. I stopped using mm-hmm. it. And but it, you know, because I was just recently, you know, doing some things with my script, sending them into places. And it was interesting because I thought, well, should I go with Marsha Casper-Cook or should I go with Max Irving? And I went with Marsha Casper-Cook now only because, I mean, I have more on me, you know, you know as far as if they'll look me up, you know, because years ago they weren't going to Google you. But now they Google everybody, so, you know, mm-hmm. I thought at least I would come up and it looked like I just didn't appear out of the sky. You know, I have done this yeah. for a long time, and I thought maybe that will help. We're going to see. I don't know. Otherwise, I'm going back to Max Irving. The only time it was a problem is when I had a um, an option as Max Irving, you can't go, you have to sign your name. So then I had to tell them, and that was okay, you know, but you cannot sign your name as Max Irving if you Max Irving, you know, so i on the <laughs> dotted line, so I, you know, it had to be me, but, you know, it is, it, it is strange, you know, and there is a lot of problems now in Hollywood, and they're trying to fix them, I don't know, I mean, they've always had gender problems, as, you know, and who gets what, and how much money they get, and it, it, it is a bad thing, you know, people should be getting paid for what they're worth, but you know, it it's a very difficult thing, especially if you're looking at actors as writers, the actors make a ton more money than a lot of the writers do.
2: Mhm.
1: You know, writers are like, you know, people don't think writers should make as much, I assume. But without the <laughs> words of the writer, there is no acting. So I think but that's right. the way it's always been that way, you know. And you need you need popular good actors to make a movie sell. That's what they need. It's all about selling. You know, it's like your cover. I mean, the covers matter of a book, even though some people say they don't. But they do. Oh, absolutely. What's your feeling on that? Because your covers are great. What do you tell people when Um, they come to you? What do they, when, with an idea? You might not like it. (laughs) 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 <laughs> i <laughs> okay. I've had
2: several people say, "Do you do covers?" and I say, mm-hmm. "I don't do covers for anyone but me." <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. Is that true? Really? Sure. Is that what you do? Yeah. Okay. And I, I, I'm I, sure I, I know I why, because covers. you're not going to satisfy them, right? And that's that It's hard. I don't to satisfy
2: like, someone. yeah. I don't. I don't like to bicker, so I just do my own and leave
1: it at that. So. So do you have places that you tell <gasps> people then if they're looking? Or. How yeah, do,
2: they usually message do? me, and I usually shut
1: that down really quickly by saying, "I just don't do covers." <laughs> no, okay, do that. that's that. a good way. No I wonder you have no I have know. time to write because you're not doing all this busy work that doesn't uh, get you anywhere. Yeah, you know, I think that that's what authors have to do now. I think that um, I think instead of doing so much marketing because there is no answer. I mean, I really. I mean, eight years of shows, a lot of shows, and there's no answer to that. And so I think the answer for me is what I suggest, keep writing.
2: Because yeah, that's the best a long time answer.
1: A I, I was given the piece of advice that your books
2: will sell your books. So the more books you have, the more books you'll sell, which as if you really think about that, that makes sense. I agree. Because there's more yeah, content available to people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's but true, because if they the like same. your books, if they like your books – And let's say they like romance or paranormal, whatever it is, and young adult, and then you have something waiting in the wing, it's not enough. You need to have something there for them because they really want you now. They want to read it now, not in two years from now.
2: Right, but there's also a double-edged sword
1: because you do have to pick
2: a genre. I agree with them as far as if you pick a genre and you write a bunch of that genre, you will sell more books. <laughs> yeah. But if you're genre skipping like I do, like a lot of authors that I know do, you know, that's that's not the hard and fast rule. You have
1: to write a bunch of romance if you want to sell romance. You're right. You're right. Right. I'm I'm in there. I'm not, you know, you know, um I'm going to write another book. I uh, you know, hopefully my my Gracie's, you know, where the dog is the, you know, in the book and it's um, a series, but then parts of me, then I come up and go, oh, I got this idea that I was going to redo this or do that. And then I'm thinking like, oh, there you go again. You know, I, I try. I want I want to. Because I if I were giving someone really advice, I would tell them to stay in the genre. Because I do think it's easier, you know. But if you're like me or like you and you can't because you write what you want to write, then it, it is hard. But if you are... On the edge of thinking, what should I do? And you're just maybe starting. If you pick a genre you like and continue on, I do think it's easier to be successful monetarily that way because they will want more if they like your book. Yes. And, and if you don't have it. Like
2: romance. Exactly. But romance has several sub genres. So you can write romance and then write subgenres in romance. And that still works because it's still romance. Yes. Things like horror.
1: It's horror. No, you're right. You know, I have one horror script, right, that I wrote with my editor. An editor, we wrote, and I, I always said I never could do at, you know, I never could do horror film. I don't want to, and we did it. And I think it, to me, a horror story. A lot of them are just deep, dark thrillers, more or less, not horror. You know, that's such a, it's a very touchy thing because you don't really know how. You know, if it's a slash, really, keep slashing movie, then you know what you've got, horror. But if you're in, you know, that's the thing. That's also the other thing on Amazon that people have problems with because it's very easy to have this problem because where they put on Amazon, God knows what goes on there when, you know, nobody knows because you can't really figure out where to go. If you think you're in the right genre, you might not be. And it's hard. I don't even know the answer to that because it's the, the sub-genres are not that easy for people to fit in. Right. And you don't <laughs> want to put your book in the wrong genre because people do get mad at that. That's a that's yep, a definite. I, you know, how like do you – Like there are well, you,
2: hard and yeah. fast rules. Like for romance, you have to have a happily ever after.
1: You have to. Yeah. That's what romance is. <laughs> <laughs> well, right, right, exactly. You know um, that that is what happened in Love Changes in my book. Love Changes. I didn't have a happily. Well, it was happily ever after as it could have been, but then that, that's because I took it from a script. In a script, it was different. And when I wrote it, but then I did change the ending to make it a happily ever after. And then it started selling because it was a happily ever after. It took them took you well because not every book. You know, I say this a lot. You know you need a beginning, middle, and end. And I think people, you know, and especially when these people are on Goodreads and they're just reading two pages and they give a person a bad review, this is horrible, you know. uh, But you have to really read the book. It's not fair all the time, you know, because sometimes it does take a while for a story to, you know, be worthwhile at the end then you go like oh yeah now this made sense but people don't want to wait around for that but they want it at the beginning and sometimes it can't happen that way when you're writing
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know right you yep. it's very yeah. difficult i think how do you feel about this now it's hard what do you do with this uh you know theory now yeah the review, the review theory. they won't
2: happily ever after they need to go elsewhere they don't need to read yeah. myself because most of it is real life like in yeah. the end, people die
1: because that's the way it happens. <laughs> well, I I agree with you. That that was why years ago, right? That's what happened. I was starting to write romance years ago. I mean, you know, the Harlequin they had their own way of doing it. You know, um, a certain you had to have it in that mode, and I couldn't do that because I really felt like some things aren't always perfect in life, which most things aren't. So you know, so you know, but I I think maybe the ending could be happily for what happened. doesn't mean it's the most perfect happily ever after couple, but for maybe if they've went through a lot, some things just can't work out perfectly. It's just life. I mean, I try to make my characters, which I do. I don't try. I just write them, but they're real. So they they're not perfect characters, and they have problems. So I think that what can we do? There's nothing, you know. We just have to write yes, what we write. We can't write a it.
2: Either.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't say it's romance then. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. But then, but you know, you can say contemporary. That's why because it it leaves you little room on Amazon to actually. You could say contemporary um, or you know a drama, which that's what a lot of books are. You know, and you know when mm-hmm. when there's a lot of books that aren't. Um, they're not let's say a male wrote a book or a woman wrote it, and it's it's not um a romance it's a drama- it's got a little bit of a lot of things in it, and it's really hard to figure out if it's a thriller you know where do you put it that's I do think that's a that's why a lot of people don't sell not because their books aren't good, it's just because they're just not in the right place, and there's not a lot we can do about mm-hmm. that because Amazon has their own way of doing things, yeah. I think everybody I mean, has
2: their own way of doing things. the whole book world. They don't yeah. have classifications for this book or that book. And they're starting to make new ones because they realize that any authors are kind of changing yeah. the face of, how it of it publishing. Yeah. So, yeah. yes, all of these new genres are emerging. And so they're, they're doing a good job of keeping up with it, I think. You think adding so? Adding okay. new genres, adding, yeah, I do, I do. But I mean, if you're ahead of your time, you're ahead of your time, and you just have to be patient.
1: Well, right, right, that that's true. You know, but but you know, I think you know it, it does come, you know, not easily for people to pick the genre, you know, because when you do write, sometimes like you said, like an action thriller romance, you know, they don't classify it like a lot of the men as romance, let's just say, and so they add whatever they want. You know, they can have sex scenes and it's not an erotic thing because they wrote, you know, mm-hmm. somebody wrote that type of story. But that's what's hard for the reader, you know, because I do mm-hmm. think that people have to realize that sex happens in a adventure, thriller, you know, any of any genre, not children's. But, I mean, it could happen in any genre and they have to, like, just, that's how it goes, you know. You know, it's not that people, you know, that's what happens to people. You know, they classify, they yeah. go, Oh, I can't read. Even I, even when I was being an agent and doing for scripts, they go, Oh, I don't want a horror. We don't want any horror films. We don't want this romance. We don't want that romance. We don't want, you know, sci fi. We don't want historical. And so there's a lot of we don't want. So it leaves the writer mm-hmm. like, Really? I mean, I once, I remember there were several studios and. Uh, Judd Apatow, he write, he's very successful, and I, I love to tell this story because I saw him. He's on now TV, and he's doing his, you know, he's doing a stand-up, and he thought it was hard for him, but you know, to do that after being in films for so long. But people would say that we want a story just like his, and I'm thinking like, well, that's him. You know, how do we, how do we know it's going to be just, you know, a successful story like Judd Apatow mm-hmm. could do? You don't know that they want yeah. a successful. Like they'll say, you know, they want this type of book. But not everybody can write that kind of a book, and if you try to write like other people, right. it doesn't always work out
2: That's exactly. How do you exactly.
1: We had the hardest yeah. time
2: classing the seven deadly sins because i mean seven it has it's historical, yes, but it's also paranormal, it's fantasy, it's mythology it's uh,
1: religion it, you
2: know I was like it is everything kind of so what, what did you one, what did you classify a, it
1: when you when you read, when you put it in? Historical fantasy, because that was yes. the closest genre we
2: could find to That's a hard, a hard, hard one, though. That's a hard, that's a toughie. Off. That's tough. Yeah. Oh, yes. But the reviews are all above three stars. I mean, the only that's person good. that gave it three stars said they wanted it to be more sinful. Well, it's not that kind of book. <laughs> oh,
1: that's not, oh, well, right, that's not going to happen. <laughs> right.
2: So, I mean, if that's the worst critique we have, that's great, you know, yeah. but, um yeah. I mean, historical fantasy, I think a lot of people shy away from that word, historical. You know, there's there's romance in it. There's intrigue. I mean, it's just, there's so many facets to that story. It's probably one of my favorite books to date, and I wrote it with four other people. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: yeah, I, you know, and, and that's the thing, you know. I had uh, Lee. It was funny because last week I had a woman. Her name is Lee Michaels, and so I was saying, "Oh, Joe Michaels is coming. Kind of They're not related, you know." And she was. She's written over a hundred books. She did eighty for Harlequin. She's a historical, you know, romance, but you know, and oh, yeah. she's great. I mean, she's written a book of how to do romance. She's she's really very good, and you know, it's very interesting, you know, and but. She now does her own in the indie because now she can do whatever she wants because she had to stay where she had right. to stay. But we were talking about something, and, you know, if you notice a, a lot of the thing like The Crown and, you know, a lot of the the things on Netflix now, they're becoming historical, which was at one time nobody wanted to even touch that. So I think the market is opening. For historical, because I think people are used to watching things like that now. You know, Darkest Hour, the movie, and you know they're they're watching documentaries and things about the past. And so I think historical books maybe you know making a a good turn for the better. You know, because it, it's a tough one. Mm-hmm. It's a tough market, very tough. And fantasy, yes. yes so is. I can see why that's hard to classify. Yeah. So you've run the gamut it, here. You're like,
2: yeah, this is this is what it is. Yeah, I have. Yeah, yes.
1: And so that that's why you know it's it's really great when you come on. I hope you don't wait two years. I'm going to have to remind you <laughs> to wait two years. But you know, because I've noticed in, when I was looking at everything you've done, you've done so much in two years that I've I, that I've seen yes. you. You know, and, and um, it's
2: so funny because right after I was on the show last time. Um, the whole world for me kind of went to crap. I don't know if you know any of that story. No, I don't. Um, My husband was diagnosed with testicular cancer. Um, I I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. We went through, like, I went with him with chemo, and we have just, (sighs) oof, it's been been quite a ride. But in June of last year, he was declared cancer-free. I had my MS under control. Good. And, you know, so we started this whole lifestyle change thing. But all of that happened in the midst of writing and publishing a 120,000-word book, doing, yep. you know, 10.
1: Because I see art, all you do. No, like I don't know. I mean, I did. I had no idea because I don't, you know, I I don't know things like I don't hear things like that. Yeah. You know, but, I just, I then, I just you know, nobody I said anything. I wrote a
2: book. And then I wrote a book about, you know, a girl whose mother struggled with cancer. So that was. Then I saw that one. Right. From the I heart. Saw. It's from the heart. Um, but, yeah. yeah, so all of these things were done, like, during that period. But, you know, it is what you do, and you can't just, like, curl up in a corner and cry because, well, that's just giving up, and I'm not the type that gives right. up.
1: But, um, no.
2: yeah, so the last two years have been very busy, very, you know, publishing-wise, and very
1: crazy. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. well,
1: well, I know, but, you know, but, and that's, and there, that, that's know? really <laughs> how you can help other people because you are – working through it and not giving up. See, that's a good thing, you know, because people need those messages, you know, because they, you know, sometimes yeah. people, they really feel alone, and they think they're the only ones that have a lot of problems, but, you know, there are so many people that are, have illnesses out there. You know, I'm aware of that because, you know, I was in medicine for all those years, so I do know that and how lucky people are when they're okay. I've, you know, we've I've had a, a share with my family plenty, but it's, you know, you don't, you know, it's not out there, but it's, you just keep going. You know, that's my message to people because you just, you know, what can you do? You know, you right. have to you just keep going.
2: If it's something that you love, you, you don't stop. And it's the same thing with, with marketing and writing in general. If, if you yep. love it, like don't give it up. Don't give right. it up. Even if you're not selling a thousand books, why are you doing this? You're doing it because you love to do it. I yep. see so many people quitting. And, and that makes me do's why I do the show.
1: that's one of the reasons I do the show. I keep telling them don't quit, and that's really what don't my go. message is don't quit, and it's not about the money because you do it because you really love it. and you know it is so much easier now for authors than it was 20 years ago, because now you can indie publish it's so different. you don't have to mm-hmm. keep it in a drawer. you get it out there, get a cover, you get it edited, and then you keep going. But years ago, you couldn't yeah. do that. It wasn't offered. And if you it know, matters, now, don't quit. It, it, it's great because, you know, you can start your career yourself. You don't have to wait for an agent to take you and then for the agent to go out and go to the book, you know, publishers and they'll go, like, and rejection. I mean, I have, like, tons of rejection, mm-hmm. so I forget, forget it. And my, my editor says, don't you think you could, you know, now send to publishers again? I go, No. <laughs> done been there done that no i'm just going to write because no yeah but i'm sure they will take me i have a lot more experience now and my work is better but i don't want to wait three years and i don't and i don't want all that reject i have a lot of rejection letters and it's not going to bother me it didn't then and it's not going to do it now but i'm not going to be doing that to myself not at this point right you don't have to now so that's why it's very important for people to know that they can get their words out there you know, and, it, and start their mm-hmm. career. And so they have people like mm-hmm. you and like me that keep saying do it. And, and I, I really do believe that. So where can they find you?
2: Um, I have a website, uh, writejoemichaels.com. Yes. And the best place to find me is my blog where it's full of information for indie authors, how to to's, uh, opinion pieces, uh, meet really bloggers, like
1: book reviewers, things like
2: that. And that's yeah. joemichaels.blogspot.com.
1: Yes, so it's really good, you know, and you in and you have a Facebook page and and Twitter.
2: Yes, and it's all right, Joe Michael. So I'm at right. Right, and it's all it's
1: all good because you know why? It's that you're like that's right. You have just the things you need, not too many Mm -hmm. (laughs) like me. That's, that's why I think I think people I listen be cuz I'm telling them all things don't do. Don't you do. I try a lot of stuff. So is Virginia, we both did. You know, uh we used to try things, you know, and then talk about it. That ones that worked and didn't work. And a lot of it just doesn't work. Yeah. That's it. So you but, just I mean, have to I move
2: think, on. I think the best piece of advice to give to any writer is if you're burned out on it and you can't because it's marketing, it's this, it's that, you're yeah. allowed to take a break. You're allowed yeah. to give yourself a break and say, Hey, okay, I need a little time off and yeah. make sure that you don't overdo it. Like make sure you're scheduling time to spend with your family. Make sure you stop work at this time and go spend it with people that you love because, there who's going to be there when you surface,
1: you know? No, that's true. Well, listen, I used to stay up till 3, 4 in the morning. I don't do that anymore because I know this, and I, and I especially know that. I go like, no. I, can't. I say that to myself, and yeah. I actually mean it because it really it's, it not right. good for your health. There's no question about it. No. You know, and it, you it, know. You know, and we've we've all overdone it at times, and so I've decided. You know, I try not to. You know, my personality is a. It's nothing. You can't change who we are. You know, whatever, but we can make some small, you know, changes that will make our life, you know, a lot easier. That's why I'm doing that right now, Absolutely. trying to get rid of some of the things. You know, I don't have to have to pay I think that it
2: all. I think it all builds up on you. Like if you're giving up time with your family, you're giving up time to go do this or go do that to put into your books, and then you're not selling a
1: lot of books, it makes it doubly hard. Yes.
2: And and the truth
1: of the matter is most people do not not sell a lot of books. People, they may lie to you. They tell stories. But (laughs) in the end of the day, most people don't sell what they think, you know, they want you to think they sell. They don't. They just don't. It's just how it goes. You know, mm-hmm. so if if you don't, if you don't, like you're saying, if you don't let that get to you, you'll be better off for it. Yeah. Cause yeah. Right because, yeah, you, you not like
2: not sleep, breathe, and live
1: marketing and writing because it will burn you yeah. out and you will end up right. quitting. Yeah, and that's a bad thing. I I think. All right, Mm -hmm. and I really appreciate you coming on. And I'm so glad I didn't know anything about that you were not feeling well. I would have reached out to you. So, you know, I'm so glad you're doing okay and your husband is so knockwood. good. You you know, and, if you know, if there's anything I could ever do, if you want to come on to talk about something, feel free, or if you have people that you're indie authors want to come on, just let me know. I'm open. Okay, perfect. I'm still doing shows. (laughs) I probably will, you know. I love them. So that's, you know, I love meeting all the different people. It's so interesting. I find it very interesting, you know, to hear what everybody else does. You know, I'm yeah. not interested in what I do all the time. I'd rather hear what everybody else does. It's so much more fun, <laughs> you know. I think so. All right, thank yeah. you so much, and feel good and stay in good health. All right, you. And thank you, Me everybody, too. and I will post when my next show time is, when I figure that out when I grow up. Okay, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Have a great day.